1: yeah ladies and gentlemen welcome to the street press podcast my name is sean fraser hope you're doing well i'm sure you've probably been doing a lot better than i have over the last week i got the dreaded covid once again second time but i do reckon i've had it probably three times Um, i've only tested twice positive and uh what a wild ride uh aches and pains Lost my uh, smell, lost my taste, which is a really, really strange thing when it happens. When you're sitting there having dinner and it doesn't matter what's in front of you, <laughs> all of it tastes exactly the same. Uh, I'm definitely uh, at the back end of it now, feeling a lot better. But the weekend and uh, a few days leading up to it, I was dead, dead to the world. But here I am, another week, another podcast, what is it, episode 43, I think that's right. On the episode today, we've got Anty, he is the lead singer of a psychedelic ska, punk rock band, The Bennies. They've been around for a few years now, they've had a recent lineup change, and uh, we have a chat about a bunch of things today. We talk about how the band is different now, what's coming up Um Seems like there's a new album on the way, which is pretty exciting. We talk about the important stuff like smoking weed <laughs> um, and all the different types of weed that is out there. Uh, we talk about this incredible tour that they're going to be on in June next month. So they're heading to England and then they're going to stay over in the UK, I believe, for you know uh, most of June And they're going to end up at this incredible festival that's happening. We also talk about an incident that happened, you know, just a couple of years ago. Something that Ante says that sort of haunts him a little bit. Um, He's very open in this conversation about it. It's something that I sort of uh, allowed him to bring up. He talks about how he's feeling after an incident just a bit over a year ago and um, how he's been dealing with it. We also talk about he is a qualified teacher, which I found out in this interview, um, and we talk about his first day in the job as a teacher <laughs> that uh, that doesn't go to plan. So stick around for that. Here it is, my interview with auntie from the band The Bennies. Hey, buddy. Hey,
0: man. How are you? Hey, hey, I'm at work. Do you mind that a uh, bit of shameless but <laughs> I thought it was pretty Oi,
1: funny. I was going to say, that's a fucking sweet studio you're in.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're at work. Uh, so the pub I work at is called Vinny's in Southport.
1: Yeah. Oh, it looks sick. That should be rented out as a podcast room or something.
0: <laughs> we just, we, I'm at work earlier. I just had a beer and then we just thought we're like, oh, fuck, this could be a pretty funny gag.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it looks good too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> How good. are you, man? Good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Last time I saw you, you are doing the East Coast tour just a couple of months ago and you put on your um, – on your instagram page you were like you know who should support and whatnot and we basically got all of our friends to just bombard you and just be like put the ritzy kids on so thanks so much for putting this on
0: no it's good that's like um that's that's kind of the sick vibe that thing like those those uh call outs like who should we put on and stuff they're a bit like to be honest half the time you already know what bands you're going to put on but it's a good way to like for us to learn about new bands and also when you haven't toured in like three years you sort of do get a bit out of touch with like what's new and stuff and if any band does that effort of like, or everyone bombard and do this thing, it's already, it shows that the, those people are making effort and are keen, you know? So it's like, it's, it's it makes sense.
1: We were actually surprised to see how many people actually backed us. <laughs> it was so. the
0: biggest one. No? It was like, it was like were, <laughs> if we didn't put you on, it would have been pretty rude, I think.
1: Yeah, no, it was good, man. It was actually
0: that, was, um, that actually ended up being um, most of it, like, I mean, all the shows had different, like, cool stuff, but that ended up actually being a lot of our favourite um, show. Yeah, yeah that
1: venue, man, on the water. It's yeah. like Wombey Ocean Cafe or something. It's on the water just in Wambrol. And uh, I, I was saying to the boys, I don't think I've played a gig with such a good outlook.
0: It's so nice, hey, especially if just setting up and stuff. And, like, you know, you never know in those sort of smaller towns. And it was, like, what, is it Tuesday or Wednesday, Wednesday night? Wednesday. Wednesday night. Yeah, so you never quite know. But the turnout was awesome. And, like, um I felt like the crowd was really cool. Like, it was a bit younger and everyone liked singing I know, it was a real fun one. Well, the thing is with people
1: on the Central Coast, like, all the bands go to Newcastle, all the bands go to Sydney, and then you've got the Central Coast just smack bang in the middle, and sometimes they miss out. So um, bands such as yours, when they come through, it's so good when you put on a show on the Central Coast because, like, everyone's just starving for it.
0: Absolutely. We also <laughs> we had the funniest uh, night that night. We stayed at a friend's house, um, Randy and Taz. So Randy was yeah. playing in the first band, and um, they're like uh, you know, like really nice people for having us. Like absolutely unreal, and they they put so much effort in, made us food, and you know, they're like a pretty family orientated kind of thing. And we got home, and we coincidentally been given so much good like cron um, that night. So we all like <laughs> had so, had so much giggles going on, but like. It was like a school camp. Like we all set up in a row, and like Taz, who's like a, a school teacher, was like, "It's time for bed now." And we we're like in bed giggling and stuff. It was it was very fucking cheeky, fucking like end to the night. It was good. You would have had a good night's sleep though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. <laughs> well, not really, because you're next to a bunch of dudes snoring and just stink.
1: How was that tour? Um, I was talking to I think your guitarist on that night, and he's like, "Man, having such a good time, but lots of uh, lots of drinking
0: and all the other stuff as well." <laughs> <laughs> was it was, was it Ollie, the big dude? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a pussy man. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it yeah, that's well, it's true. It's, it's, it's definitely true. And that was only the first weekend. It was the first weekend was probably the bigger one, but I think because uh we hadn't done it before in this crew. Um, you know, I didn't toured it like we hadn't toured as a band for yeah. three years or something. So I think we came in pretty hot. <laughs> um yeah, like the first weekend was really turbo. Like I fucking I slept in a park in the valley in Brisbane on the Saturday night and stuff. Was, <laughs> How I did know, that happen? Ugh, long real really long, boring story. And um we had a hotel room. And I just couldn't find it. Um mm. so I just slept in the park. <laughs> lost my hat and scarf. So if anyone's got them, I'd like them back, but
1: oh that's right. Yeah, I saw it. I think I saw you put a post up. Um <laughs> yeah. you lost lost the hat and scarf, someone's pinched it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I lost this the hat on my own. But someone stole the scarf, so. ah, oh, that sucks. So, that's okay, though. That's, that's, I'll, I'll make do. But no, the, the whole tour was, was just incredible. Like, um, really unsure about how it was going to go down after taking so much time off, after me getting, you know, like, trouble online, half the band lineup changing. There's, like, a lot to sort of, like, like you know, so it could have gone anyway or whatever. So, in some ways, it feels like we're kind of starting again in some ways. Um, yeah. uh, so, you just don't – and we haven't toured with this lineup before. We've played, like, one show, I think, before – so I was like, we did a little soft launch thing here, actually, um, at Vinny's. <laughs> okay.
1: That's handy. Yeah. Right there.
0: Uh, um, so we just don't know, but the, it was unreal. Like we all get along super well. It's really easy. It's fun. Um, everyone's really excited to be there. It's a new thing for some of us. So it was just shits and giggles and laughs and good. And like, cause it is so new, like every single show we got better and better. So it was just unreal.
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys are a tight unit. And I know that obviously I think it was only you and and another member of the band that were from the original crew and obviously some of the members left. It's easy at a point like that to give it all in, isn't it? To just say, oh, well, that's the band. We had a good time. Let's end it. But you didn't. And things are looking pretty good for you now. I mean, you've got this big big tour coming up. So when I look at the band, I think – You've really recovered, you know. Like, uh, you, you're looking as good as you
0: ever have. Fuck yeah, man! I really appreciate that, and that's uh, really nice to say that. I'm trying to, at this point take this thing in where, like, actually acknowledge that myself because I think you're 100 percent right. And it's like there's like a lot of hard work that's gone on to make that happen. And sometimes when you're so focused on fixing things or you're diving deep into the the negative stuff, yeah, um, it can be very easy to not acknowledge the the hard work and what's happened there. And it's like, um. It's interesting, like kind of recently a few people around like um, around where I'm living and stuff have sort of a f- few random people have said to me like, hey, I've just been following, you know, the band and the story that's been going on for, playing out for the last few years yeah. and, and everyone's like a lot of people like it's it's really cool to see that you've sort of persevered with that and that's quite insp- inspiring, you know, um, not giving up and stuff like that. And it's only recently that I've kind of acknowledged that that is even a thing because um, to me like, you know, with the band, with um, everyone, like a lot of the members leaving and all this sort of stuff, it was like, okay, well, natu- it sort of feels like this has sort of played its natural course, but then me and Snez were talking about who's the DJ and guitarist who's one of the, you know, original guys yeah. sticking around. We were just like, fuck this. We're not ending on someone else's terms. Like even if we want to end the band, like it should be a cel- The whole band's been a celebration and it should end on a happy note that we decide not because of Outside Force's I'm I'm really fucking proud of, of of myself and the and Snes and I really appreciate having Snes as a friend, but also the attitude that the new guys have come in with and their enthusiasm and stuff has just been it's so inspiring. It's been cool.
1: You did bring up earlier the shit that went down online. We're not going to bring that up here, um, but you did a very heartfelt apology. Um, you're very open, very honest. Um, how are you? Since then, I
0: mean, that must have been quite a rough period. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it, yeah, completely sucked. I was uh, suicidal. There's all sorts of stuff going on. I didn't sleep for like two weeks yeah. at the time. Um, I, I've done some crazy weird therapy to kind of get over it as well. I did this thing called EMDR, which is like eye movement disposition or something. It's basically on wow. like hypnotism stuff, but it's been really effective and stuff. Uh, it's been heaps of stuff, but like, you know, it, it's unfortunately it's going to be something I think that's going to weirdly haunt me forever. Like I had a job interview for a hospital about two weeks ago. And the very first question they asked was about me attending the rally because it's literally the first thing. If you Google my name, it comes up. And um, yeah. a lot of those images and things are quite traumatic for me. Um, so, it, like, you know, I've, I feel like I've done a lot of work to progress through it, but I, I just think it's going to be something that's going to sort of fuck me up for my life, really. To be honest, um, I went to a doctor today to get back on a mental health care plan because it was some of the stuff was sort of veering its head again. Um, and... It's like even that's weird, like trying to explain to my GP why I need to speak to someone and inevitably he starts Googling my name in front of me and it causes me anxiety and stuff like that. And so, yeah, it's just like it's going to be an ongoing battle, unfortunately, but that's right. These things kind of shape you for better and for worse, I think. I think it's it's cool that, you you know, you bring up the guys in the band
1: at the moment and stuff and you've got, you've got a good uh, good crew around here.
0: Well, I think these, I mean, you know, any, any event, whether, you know, you've done the right thing or the wrong thing or whatever it might be, it it, it it can um it, it, it navigates this the circle of people that you have around you. Um and you hope that normally that sort of filters out for the better, I guess.
1: Let's talk about something fun. <laughs> Weed. Okay, it's funny. I think I think you guys posted something and I I think there's brands now.
0: Strange, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm a little out of the loop. That's all right. I just it's think a- about when we uh, you know, my friends and all that got into it back in the day. It seemed like there was only one
0: brand, you know? It was just. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a whole fucking new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wild scene out there now. <laughs> it's all and like different times. It's really, it's really fucked up. <laughs> I'm going kind of to go back to bushweed because I can at kind of least handle it.
1: Oh, really? So the, the stuff that's got the branding and all that sort of stuff, it's it's, it's even more hectic.
0: Yeah, like yeah, far more hectic. So, like, don't quote me on any of these things, but uh, like, you know, if you buy pots just on the, you know, of for, for whoever, yeah. Johnny, old I think they say like the THC levels generally around about like an eight percent or something like that. And then what you what I'm getting medically at the moment is around about twenty seven percent THC. So it's like, yeah, it, I mean, that doesn't necessarily equate to like a bigger like a stronger high, but it's 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 very it's full on, but it's awesome though because you can like I have the prescription where I can choose what pot i want for each mood so like you know wow. I, can say I like weed to go to sleep and i get a specific weed for that or if you like i like weed to be creative and get a specific weed for that yeah. you know if people don't like smoking they can get um gummies and stuff like that it's, it's just it's <laughs> so, so we get it through this dispensary near my house in southport and um it's so funny because like Snez came up last time and he's like he goes to the same people he gets it delivered down to melbourne um, but he's like, I really want to go to this chemist. Like I want to see what this dispensary kind of thing's like. And it's so funny because it's so- <laughs> an old chemist. But let's go in there and the place just stinks like pot. And it's just full of like all the different facets of stoners in there, like you got your working hand stoner in there, you got your bum out, you uh, got your sort of, I don't know, me, I guess. <laughs> I don't what I <laughs> categorize it into but It's, just, it's fucking hilarious. And you'll see everyone kind of like the knowledge, the nod, like, yeah, yeah, yeah for pops.
1: <laughs> hey, um, I had COVID last week and I'm still yep. sort of recovering from it. And you know, I had the aches and pains and um, I was saying to my partner, I was like, oh, you know, these pa- aches and pains won't go away. And about three days into it, I was like, you know what would probably f- help me get to sleep? And she's like, what? And I said, weed. She's, yeah. like, she's like, oh, are you going to go get stoned. And I was like, oh, I don't know, but I meant it would help.
0: Yeah, yeah. Getting stoned when you're sick such a curveball. Like, it's such a roll of the dice for me. Like, sometimes it really helps because, I mean, you can obviously sleep a bit better and stuff, but sometimes yeah. it just makes the nausea and all that stuff so much, so much more hectic.
1: Yeah, right. Hey, and if you want to
0: um – um blaze up overseas you got your people overseas that can help you out because <laughs> well, the thing is fortunately one of the upsides of pretty much writing all your songs about pot yeah. is when tour, people feel the need to give you pot so it's sort of <laughs> works out pretty well but it, it's also i mean i guess we're living in a slightly more liberal world than perhaps we were yeah. 10 years ago and it, i feel like most countries and places are coming to terms with the fact that pot is completely fine our first stop is the netherlands so i think we'll be okay <laughs> Well, yeah, you'll get a good taste of it. We actually played this um, the festival we're playing in the Netherlands. We played once before uh, this yeah. festival called Jera on air. And when they pick you up to take you to the festival, because it's a bit hard to find, they the two of us takes all the bands to this bakery on the way. That's part of the thing, and you get right. like buys these cupcakes and stuff like that.
1: And that's not a normal bakery, right?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's got everything. has got pot in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we we're like, yeah, whatever. We we smoke pot. We're fucking fine. <laughs> And we bought these cupcakes and we we're like, fuck, yeah, we're fine. Don't worry about it. But we weren't playing until like 2 a.m. And, I'd like, we all smashed the cupcake straight away. And, yeah, I reckon about 45 minutes later, we we're all of us just spread out in this field fast asleep. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, it took a long time to wake up that, from that moment.
1: Boy, that's the festival that's coming up in June, late June, with fucking Rancid and stuff. They're all playing on that one, aren't
0: they? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. the, the, the So that's the Geron Air one. That's the first. That's the one in the Netherlands. And, um, yeah. Pretty crazy to look at because the lineup's like very like heavily Australian bands actually, which is pretty cool. It's like um, Parkway Drive, Amity Affliction, Speed, um, ourselves, Northlane, uh, but and, and a couple of others. So it's like a pretty heavy Aussie contingent there, which is kind of cool to see. And but yeah, like Rancid the the headline act for that, which is fucking. Yeah. Crazy. It's just almost like too much to take in. I'm I'm sort of one of those people as well with like touring, particularly in Europe. I don't really have to think too much when I'm there other than playing. So sort of just do that thing. It's like each day is its day. Cause I think if I try and get too excited, I'll be disappointed because of like the touring kind of lifestyle and schedule, you you tend to miss out on a lot of stuff, I guess. So try not to get my hopes up too much and then just enjoy the moments that we have.
1: It looks like it's going to be so much fun. I saw the, um, I've seen all the dates you've got next month. It's, um, and I think Manchester's selling pretty well as well. So I mean you're selling some tickets. I know that you wrote on your Instagram something along the lines of like, hey, you know, we'll probably lose money on this one, but at least we our currency is smiles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're trying to justify to ourselves, I think.
1: But um, <laughs> hey, like there there are tickets moving.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those uh, those those UK shows were a bit of a bummer because it was like we have a tendency to be a little bit disorganized in our band, which I'm sure you can imagine. And like they were booked quite late, so you know we're traveling all the way to the UK and we're playing on a Sunday, a Sunday and a Monday night, and there are two UK shows. It's like what the fuck's that about? Um, Fortunately, we have a really great support um, in Manchester. We've got a lot of friends there, and we've toured with a few bands there, and it's it's like it's a very fun place for the band and stuff. And um, so that's going to be fucking unreal and. Yeah, I was surprised to see that. Like, they messaged us last night saying that over half the tickets are sold for that show, and it only got announced a little while ago. So, like that, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy about that. And that's the yeah. first show that Manchester one, so it'd be cool.
1: Oh, it'd be so much fun. Hey, tour is not for everyone. Is tour for you? Is it you know what you live and breathe? Do you love it?
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I do enjoy it. <laughs> um i'm generally a pretty easygoing person but i do have my little grumpy hit, fizzy fits here or there and little tensions. And, and fuck it i'm a singer in a band i'm allowed to be
1: fun. <laughs> you're allowed to yeah you get um, a couple of strikes
0: yeah 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 so nah but yeah i don't know it's I mean, just tiring and stuff but it's really fun like i don't know like there's lots of boring moments i get you know pretty anxious before we play and stuff so there's all that sort of weird stuff but it's just cool like it's cool life experience and like it's going to be really cool doing it with a new group of dudes because I think the enthusiast like, you know, two of them, three of them have not toured Europe before. So, wow. like, there'll be that fresh excitement, which is, like, so infectious and hard not to get, like, to get caught up in that, you know. Yeah, they'd be pumped. Well, I hope so. Tell me <laughs> messages and I'll find out.
1: Hey, uh, I know that you guys are working on a new album. You went away for it. Tell me about that process. Um, where did you go? What yeah. happens with the Bennies when they're away writing a record? How much writing is getting done?
0: Well, it's pretty crazy because we're all over the place now. There's like a, we're very – so the dumbest band fucking set up ever, but we're all spread out. So if we want to write songs and stuff, we have to get – we sort of have to like you know two different people have to get on a a plane and stuff so we go Uh away to this farm down in near um cabarita um is a friend of ours runs his farm it's got this awesome shed in it and we just set up and we can make noise all night and stuff like that um first time we did, we did about a week and then from now we're just sort of doing like weekends and stuff but um but it's like it's really really fun it's a really cool environment but we're actually we're super productive when we're together i think everyone's really i don't know if it's just the this combo of people or whether it's because new or people are t- efficient with time I, th- I think everyone just wants to get shit done so we just get like so much done so quickly and stuff and, it, and it's just awesome fun and like when we first got together the first few times it was that initial excitement so everyone had a million ideas so all this stuff was like flying around and we had like you know, a bunch of songs really quickly, and now we're at this point, which I think all of us really like, but it's a different sort of work mode, is like, the songs are pretty much there, we just now need to do like that nitty-gritty work, which yeah. can be a bit like arduous, I guess, or um requires a bit more focus and stuff, but like, it's a whole different thing, and that's when the songs start to really take their shape, but we're, we're about, I think we've got about like 10 songs like sort of pretty much written, and then there's about five that are like, 50% sort of done or whatever, and I'm so fucking excited about it. I think they are really, really cool songs. I think they're interesting. I reckon they're catchy. They're, it's like everyone kind of flexing their new sound, and, yeah, I'm I'm really, really excited about them. I just wish we had more time. Your
1: style is quite unique, the bennies, the, the, the sound of the bennies, and I know that it might change a little bit, but how have the new guys gone to, you know, jumping in, and learning the style and adapting to the style. I
0: don't know. It's crazy, man. They're they're, just, they're amazing players. Like it's so wild. I, I I can't. I I just way beyond what I expected. And not to mention just from like you know people that I'm friends with as well. Like you know they're not like professionals. If you know what I mean. Like um, they've just done so well. And I think like having le- like forced to, you know we had to learn like a sort of a set of some old songs. Like we you know picked a handful of old songs we wanted to do and then new ones like, I think it kind of helps shapes people finding the tone and stuff. Like, for example, they're not really familiar with playing Scar, but they've picked it up super quick and stuff like that. And, you know, as I said before, like on that tour, every show kind of got a little bit better. I think that playing live kind of helped that. But in terms of the songs, they're like it's sort of just like they're they're, they're definitely like um, adapting a bit and stuff, but there's still like that same consistent sound and stuff like that. If anything, it's just a bit heavier and shit. Yeah, heavier. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more sort of like metal vibe kicking around. but, but Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I'm, like, so excited, like, yeah. But then you know, it's still, like, ska and reggae and shit like that. It's just I think one thing that's, like, awesome with the Bennies has, like, been a thing I've said in a lot of interviews and shit before is we, um one thing that was, like, we'd always get criticised a lot for when we started was that it's too eclectic, like, there's too much going on. You're, you're not really right. focused on the genre. It's over here. It's over there. And, and and maybe we weren't executing it that well. Um, But now that we've sort of established our name and stuff. We've actually sort of developed that right to be able to kind of just do what we want. I was about to say that. I was about to yeah. say, like, that is your thing, you know? Exactly, yeah. And
1: you guys have got that.
0: Yeah, which is unreal. Like, it's a really cool freedom to have. So it's like, you know, people say, like, oh, it's the the new thing. Is it really different? I mean, like, it's different to what we've done before, but that sort of is the same, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Like we have a song where no one plays any instruments, just Des is doing beats and we're rapping over the top. And it, I mean, it just, we played it live in that tour and it, it was yeah. one of the songs that went down like really well. So who fucking knows? But.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That is yeah, cool. Tell us about some of your um, inspirations, influences. When did you
0: decide music's my thing? Whoa, I, like uh, when I was at school in, in like grade six, I had that album, um, maybe show my age there, which has been embarrassing, but that <laughs> album Prisoner of Society came out by The Living End. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, and I yeah. just fucking loved it. And um, being a kid from Melbourne, like learning that Chris Cheney and that were like at a school, like it was not that far away from where I lived and stuff. <laughs> it was all pretty exciting and I loved the, the songs and stuff. But um, I picked up... In my school, you had to play an instrument in grade five and um, it was really weird. I I picked up a trumpet and I could like play it straight away. Like I've never really, I'm not very musical, but I could make a sound and it was good and stuff. But they, and it was just like, I was like, fuck, I can be loud and annoying with this thing. And then (laughs) like, you know, I was loving like the living end and I, my music teacher, my trumpet teacher, I was like, oh, I want to play punk rock, but there's no trumpets in punk rock and then she's like oh you should check out this band called the specials they're like a ska band you're like they've then it doesn't sound punky but it got that same ethos and stuff and then that was sort of like this rabbit hole of like the ska thing with like horns but that sort of punk attitude and stuff and um like yeah after about like two weeks doing that it's like oh, i got this trumpet it's like i just want to play so, <laughs> so just me and a couple of friends started a band uh remember we in like grade seven called richard needs a new vest I was- <laughs> So, so so bad. Um, but like then it just started straight away and then it was like, fuck, this is like, yeah, it's all I, all I want to do. Yeah, well, um, you know,
1: you're bloody good at it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I actually am really bad at it, but I think it's just like do something for so long eventually it's going to work out. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, it's good. And, hey.
1: You are sitting in your bar at the moment, Vinny's. You you enjoy working there. I mean, uh, that's two things you do in your life where you're constantly in contact with people and the
0: public and that sort of thing. Uh, You enjoy the bar work? Yeah, mate. This is a like. I mean, my boss is actually listening to this in the off the distance. so I can't say anything too incriminating. But um, <laughs> hello, mate. Wherever <laughs> nah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> do, you to, do you want to say hello to me? He's around somewhere. No, nah, no. Nah, it's fucking awesome here. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like um. Yeah. There's like there's not heaps of bars are in the in the Gold Coast area that like do that are catered towards being able to like provide good venue for alternative music and stuff like that. And it's fucking awesome to see at the moment when you see, like, big bands that are touring from overseas and stuff. It's yes. Vinnie's is starting to become one of the staples on that thing because it's, like, you know, you can do Brisbane and you can do Vinnie's, but it's not too far away. And it's it's not a huge, like, the bigger room, you can have 300 people in the smaller rooms is 80. So, um, and it's just got an awesome culture about it. It's really, like. The, the owners are really, really, they just love it. They love punk rock. They love alternative music. So bands get treated really well. It's like I'm proud to work here. And and also, you know, being on the other side of the the, the thing a lot, it's like I know how nice, it's really easy to know certain things that you can say to a band when they rock up to make them feel, like, comfortable and stuff. Which um, Unfortunately, it doesn't happen in a lot of venues. But, you know, yeah. even just saying like, oh, have a beer before your sound check or do you need some waters, whatever it might be. Um, and yeah, so it's just, it's like heaps of fun here. And we've got some like sweet gigs coming up. Like um, even the next week, we've got pro- Private Function. We've got Speed, uh, Gutter Mouth. Yeah, and that's just like in the next week or so. So it's, it's really, it's really cool. Yeah. And it's it's, it's just fun being like, you know, I, I have another job as well. I also work at a hospital doing social work, but like, uh, it, it, like it's so good to have this job as well because it's like, it keeps you like social and yeah, I learn. Yeah, it's fun. Hey, your other job must be rewarding too. That's pretty cool doing the social work. Yeah, love it. It's, it's the best job I've ever had. I work with, um like, uh, they're all a bit older, these, like, sort of um women that also don't, like, you know, spent like, most of their time, their life doing social work and stuff. So they're all, like, really inspirational. They know what they're doing. And they're people that have made a career out of helping people. I think it's totally inspiring. There you go.
1: Hey, w- you mentioned before that you, um, you, you bring the bands into the bar and you're, like, real accommodating. I do have a story about that. Uh, I'm glad you're accommodating for the fucking bands because there's been a few gigs where I've rocked up and they didn't even know I was playing. Oh God. <laughs> um, Randy, who you were hanging yeah, out with yeah. that night. So he used the drum in like uh, my solo band and we, we drove down to Bargo in the sticks basically. And we turned up at this club and, uh, walked into the room and we're supposed to be supporting choir boys and, uh, a name wasn't even on the thing. It was someone else's name. And the dude, oh. I went up to the sound dude and I was like, hey, man, where are the band playing tonight? He goes, uh, no, you're not.
0: <laughs> but like, just how's that? <laughs> uh, can, I, can I tell you, not to sort of trump your story, but it's like, like in the music thing, at least you kind of know your own place. whatever. Yeah. But uh, I've got a teaching degree. And on my first day ever of my teaching placement, yeah, um, I rocked up to the school and I was so, so nervous, like really, like it's a yeah, really scary that first few yeah. days, of like student placement kind of thing. And, but I was like 23 or something at the time. Yeah. And um, I got kicked out of the staff room. They thought I was a student, like for the school. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I didn't know. I didn't have the confidence to so say, like, like, oh, I don't know. Cause like, I don't know. It was the worst. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. And did they feel bad after that? After they found out you were, the
0: t- you were one of the teachers? No, I don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it happens. I, mean, I don't
0: know. They gave me a detention. And I didn't show up. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, man. Hey, when's this album going to come out? Well, we're actually having a chat tonight. Oh, tomorrow to work that all out. We've got. It's it's hard to know exactly how we're going to go about it. We don't really have a plan at this stage. Um. So no, no, like hopefully we're gonna record it like when we get back from Europe and then share however long that takes. Like we're all frothing at the bit to try and we just want to get something out because it's been so it feels like a while. Even though we put out that EP last last year, feels, you know, with the new lineup, it feels like we just want to get these songs out. So hopefully soon. But
1: I talk about this with uh, a few musos, like the um anxiousness uh, um of of wanting to release your music, especially when you know, you know, there's there's something good there. And and just oh, all the yeah. time in between, it's bullshit.
0: <laughs> all this like got to work and have relationships Damn. and other commitments It's like so. Like I don't know. Yeah, I'm, it's funny with these these songs we've got. Like I, I I keep listening to them on the demos that we've got, and I'm like I'm so excited about it. But they all they're really all over the place and stuff. And I'm like I just want other people to hear it. So like you can get it because I think like with the new lineup and stuff, I'm sure there are people out there that doubt that that we sound any good now and stuff like yeah. that and all this yeah. sort of stuff. So I just kind of want to like, I don't feel anxious. I just want to prove everyone wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I've heard, you know, you guys and some of the new material too. It sounds fucking wicked. Yeah, that's what you would do. Yeah. 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 So um, I don't think people will be surprised. I think they'll know that it's going to be good. I, yeah. I I have full faith in that. Excellent. So, yeah. Andy, thanks so much for jumping on the Street Press podcast. Um, open up about a bunch of stuff, telling us about uh, your, your, your failed first day as a teacher um
0: <laughs> thank you so much for jumping on man it's been a great chat awesome thank you so much for having me and it's really um it's been really nice to um yeah it was good to play together
1: yeah yeah it was good um and, and good
0: luck on your tour it's gonna be Wicked. sick yeah awesome we'll stay in touch yeah lovely fella
1: that's auntie from the bennies i want to go and check out his bar up there uh in brisbane or just south of brisbane it's uh it's called Vinny's and they seem to be very accommodating for bands. So uh it'd be great to get the Ritzie kids up there. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for jumping on. We'll get you back on after that album has dropped. Anyways, it is time for this. Letters. Yeah, this is the part of the show where you can ride on in. Go to the streetpresspodcast.com forward slash letters. I'm gonna make it easier for people. It's in the show notes, so hopefully you're not driving. Um, just click the show notes down below underneath the podcast and you'll be able to link straight to the letters segment. There you can write anything you want. You write it, I'll read it out. This week, a message from my good friend Brenton. He says, um, I know we had a Brenton on last week. This is a different Brenton. Um, He says, how can you have such a nice, calm, kind, soothing voice but then still be a punk rock scumbag? (laughs) thank you so much for the first half of the uh of the uh of the compliment um that was that was nice thanks for bringing up my voice i actually hate the sound of my voice but knowing that you like my voice brenton gets me um excited I'll say there. I'll leave it leave it at that. Actually no, let's be honest. Being a punk rock scumbag is something that I am, something I'm also proud of, something I've always been. So Brenton, thank you so much for writing. If you want to write a letter, um, yeah, go to the streetpresspodcast.com. Don't forget, you can support this podcast for as little as $4 a month you can support the podcast that supports the artist. How does that sound? <laughs> uh, we've got a few members. It's, it's nice to see uh, people signing up. Uh, you get some discounts on merch. You do go in the draw to win some prizes. We've given away some merch. Um, we've given away show tickets. We've given away a bunch of stuff. Uh, You've got to be in it to win it. And uh, I'm actually thinking of making up some, like, coffee mugs maybe with the street press on there. Maybe that could be good. I don't know. I'm thinking I'm just going to give them out. Uh, what else am I gotta say? Oh yeah, the Ritzy Kids, we've got an EP coming out. I know I bang on about this every sort of couple of weeks or whatever. It is hopefully coming out in June. It's in the hands, in the fine, capable hands of Mitch Willard. He is mixing and mastering it as we speak. So uh, plenty of good stuff coming once we release it. There should hopefully be more shows. Who knows? Might go up to Vinny's bar, go and say good day to Eddie, play with the Bennies. Don't know, just throwing it out there. All right, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Anyways, thanks for listening. Hopefully I have your ears back in next week. We'll have someone else on from the music industry. Until then. Ta-da.